Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you're too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is, oh my god, like a frog in my throat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, this week's topic is kink at pride. Okay. Kinky at pride, kinky boots at pride, kinky boots the house down at pride. <laughs> Working titles. <laughs> okay, and when Sean said we were doing this today, the reason I was confused is because I was like, haven't we already done an episode on kinks? Right. Which it was fetishes that we did, which is kind of synonymous with kinks. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Um, but this is a little bit different. But before we get into why, um, I have my usual plugs, everyone's favorite here. Um, With that... potentially a new plug, though. Oh, <laughs> well, yes. Well, because of the situation. Because currently... of this whole situation. So basically, today we are very excited to say that if you are on Patreon, you now can go and watch the behind the scenes video. That will be uploaded of this episode, we think. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I literally asked Brie, I said, can we just say to one another that this doesn't have to see the light of day? We can try a crash run. Yeah. And Brie was like, yes, perfect. But and now she's like promising. <laughs> <laughs> that it will be up That there. it will go up. <laughs> the thing is, we can't promise that it's going to be good. In fact, it's going to be terrible video But quality. it will be there. But it will be there. Which is, yeah. Because there's some listeners that only like to watch podcasts. Uh, yeah, right? I like to watch podcasts too. So. Yeah, but we're obviously we record in a pot in a, in a podcast. We record in a closet, and we don't have like a studio or anything like that. So for now, the best we can do besides public videos for everyone is if you are a patron, you get to see a shitty video <laughs> recording in a closet. Truly. Aren't we generous around here? We Seriously. really are. I also feel like how this is set up so that we fit in the closet. I feel like we are on a talk show, mm. you know? Yeah, usually we sit a bit different, but we're trying to angle ourselves for a video. I feel like I'm Wendy Williams, and you're, like, some sad lesbian <laughs> micro-influencer that I'm interviewing. <laughs> that Wendy Williams is, like, roasting yeah. the fact that I think I'm <laughs> anybody. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I also am kind of... I, we have a lot of mannerisms that we do on yeah. in person mm. so that people will see on video if you become a patron, like me squirming around. Yeah. Sometimes you can tell when I have uh, beckoned to yeah. Brie to come closer to yeah. the mic, but half the time I'm literally just like, <laughs> just pointing at her. Yeah. Sean rolling his eyes at every single thing <laughs> that I say. Me like closing my eyes as I talk and try and string thoughts together. Yeah. There's a lot to see behind the scenes. Very exciting stuff around here. very exposing. Ah, yes. <laughs> Exposed. So um, also make sure you're following us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. TikTok at I Can Explain Podcast, personally at Sean.Lusk, and at Brianna Williamson. Instagram, TikTok. I'm a famous TikTok star now. You over 200,000. I'm a, I'm, the fame is actually, it's starting to get alarming, like, how famous I am. Like. Interesting. <laughs> I, I had to call my parents and let them know, like. They had to ask which daughter you were. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had to let them know that, like, they're going to have to inform their friends that if they are, you know, talking about me, they need to make sure that they don't give away too much information because they might go to the press with it. Well, it's also now, it's kind of like doctor. It goes in front of your name. So now it's, uh, so yeah, TikTok famous Brie um, exactly. is having a barbecue at mm -hmm. our place, mm -hmm. but it has to be in front. Like, if my mom was like, oh, Brie just went to this uh, bar or she restaurant. She will be getting 
getting a cease and desist. Like, she, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> because then the paparazzi will start going to my favorite bars and restaurants. She also fucked up. She didn't add TikTok famously. is <laughs> going to the bar, you see? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I'm going to have to have, like, a maybe media training session for my family. Without a doubt. So that they can handle the level of fame it's, that I It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting overwhelming. I will say there are, like... Accounts of ducks that have like 15 million followers. Um, and yeah, so I would, I would kind of. <laughs> oh my gosh, me on a panel with a duck? Like TikTok panel? It's You're like... talking, they're like, no, no, let the duck speak. <laughs> we, don't, we actually are directing this question at the duck. At the duck. <laughs> I only... TikTok famous the duck. <laughs> I feel like I only receive animal videos from you and send animal videos to you because I know you appreciate them on TikTok. Like, you're very much on animal TikTok. I, is there any other TikTok I should be on? No, but it's like I'd rather see t- like animal TikTok content than your TikToks come <laughs> up on my for you page. I didn't so. start seeing any animals until until Yeah, I think I I interact with TikTok half of it in like a very typical mm-hmm. TikTok meme. Uh, you know, like younger generation, I get all the weird tie-ins yeah. of all the layers of the memes. Mm-hmm. That's one half, and then the other half I interact with TikTok how I feel my mom would interact with TikTok, which yeah. is just sharing and, like, <laughs> liking dogs and cats, like, falling. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And what was that one? Like, a raccoon on, like, the chandelier. <laughs> a classic. A classic. A classic. It had both of the things I look for, chandeliers and <laughs> raccoons. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, how famous I am, mm-hmm. um, just so everyone can, like, adjust their perspective about me. Yes. listening. Yes. To a new level of fame. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we talking about? Please explain to me what you've said that this has been going around online a lot. So it's yeah. like a kind of current topic, which is rare for us. Well, it, talking it, about whatever, I so. know um, it is a, a, a constant topic every year that this is like a, a thing that's brought up every single time. Usually the Pride Parade specifically slash okay. Pride Month comes around. Yeah. It's brought back up mm-hmm. and it has a bunch of layers. Some, I think kind of apply to queer women. But I would say most of them, because the white, like, muscle gays have taken over the Pride Parade, Mm -hmm. most of it seems to be directed at gay men. Okay. Um, But it's basically the debate on if kink should be shown at Pride. Okay. Right. And how far or what, like, layers of... Uh, uh, visuals should be shown at Pride. Right. And, see, this is interesting to me because I think I brought this up on the last, like, fetish one. Yeah. Did I talk about how I'm kingphobic? I don't know. To... That was, like, two years ago. (laughs) You can't remember what we talked about last week. My my cap is probably two years. What's the word that people use when they're saying... Kink shaming. Oh, Jesus. Right? You You're know, jumping right I'm into d- this. I'm jumping right okay. in. Okay, yeah. So, I think, you know, we're all friends here. Right. We're all friends no. here. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> besides the two of us. Yeah. But the rest of them The rest are of the people are friends with each of us exclusively, yes, but we're yes, yes, not yes, together yes. yet. We are enemies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I do have to admit this, and I might have said something about it in the last one, but I am a kink shamer. Okay. okay, about one kink in specific specifically. Piss play. <laughs> no, actually, not a problem. Oh. Not a problem. <laughs> you, you, you go to golden shower. Me go to town. Oh my god. Go to town. <laughs> on a, a on a on a float. 
<laughs> You're floating <gasps> in, piss. in piss. Like a kiddie pool of piss. Yeah, no, more than that. Like a dunk tank pool. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody cried. beside lining up the parade is throwing things at the target and then you're just getting dunked, dunked in piss, piss repeatedly. You're okay. okay with that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just checking. Creative Sorry. thought. Just gauging Creative the thought. levels. Yeah, gauging the levels. No. Yeah. D- to be honest, as long as it is um, consensual, I there's very little that I have a problem with. Okay, so not, not you saying I'm take a part of you saying I'm a kink shamer and then yeah. saying oh it's very specific all these things. I am a kink shamer towards one very specific kink. Okay, maybe you should lead with that because <laughs> you just for the past two minutes I thought you were the biggest prude and I was like this episode is not going to be received well. This is going down. Well, you know what? To be fair, like technically I shouldn't shame any kinks. Right. Yeah. Um, as long as it's consensual. But is it? Can I guess? I'm being honest. I feel like I know what it yeah. is. It's puppy play, isn't yes. it? Yes. Right. And you know what it is? It's because it's, again, I'm, I'm going to sound like one of those like old prudes. It's like, do it, but just don't do it around me. I don't want to be involved. It scares me. Right. Take it to the it dog scar- park. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I actually, it's the opposite. It's not like I have like it's, it, a problem it's with a them fear. doing that. It's a phobia. It's a, fear. It's it's a, a phobia. phobia. It's I'm puppy I'm play puppy play phobic. Yeah. Like actually I'm actually afraid. Like it scares me. There must have been something when I was like a kid about like masks. You know, mm. like mascots and stuff, kids are afraid of that. Yeah. I see someone in like an animal shaped mask and it it ta- like I I want to run. Right. Like my instinct is to run. There's a horror movie that all the killers have animal shaped masks, so I would say it's steer clear. Of that oh one. my god! And they can be doing nothing like scary, right? Like usually, like for yeah, those they're getting of, fucked. I feel like we I feel like we have to bring this back for some people because okay. I forget that some people might have not ever seen this yes. or know what the fuck we're talking about. Okay. So there is a um, niche. Yeah, I yeah. In like subset in the kink community that is known as like puppy play. And there's other names for it too, because it's not always specifically like a dog. Yeah. There's different animal masks and there's different like some people are like the master, the owner, or right. whatever they call it. And then other people dress like these animals and they have like wear the mask and they like run on their hands and feet. Strong wrists, also. So, okay, see, and this is part of the thing that scares me, and it uh, literally when I strength. talk about it, the the movement of the human body on all fours oh. terrifies me. Like I think you need to. I think there might be some sca- deeper things to this. <laughs> it scares me. Like it's the way that it looks so like not natural, like okay. in the movement shape. Yeah, like, it looks like you know how like. When people are creating horror movies, they just slightly change movement of, like, certain animals or characters, and then it just, your brain can't comprehend it, and that's what makes it, like, uncomfortable. Yeah. That's what it is for me. Like, there's something about it that I'm like, why, what is, stand up, like, why are you, what's, what's happening? Okay. And then they do the mannerisms, too, right? So they, like, bark, they, like, like, do the little, like, do, like thing. A, they, like, push their head into people. Yeah, they, like, push their head into people, they get, like, pet and stuff, and... <laughs> Just like, it's it's 
it's not like I'm watching it and I'm like, that's gross or like, I think that that's sexually wrong. I'm scared. Okay. Like, I'm fearful. So I think we need to separate from your weird phobia of okay. this. I guess it's not a weird phobia. Because it's a weird thing. So is it a pho- is it a I weird phobia? To- Anyways. But- I went, okay, so I went to, I want to give people that are listening an idea of like how big this subset is. Okay. Because it's like, it's less niche than you might think. in Especially in the queer space. Yeah. It's... For example, I went to, like, a couple years ago when it was still happening, the Vancouver Sex Expo, which I've talked about on this podcast before. It's like, you go around, there's all these different booths with different things. Yeah. There's like... Like Chuck a dildo. Like, yeah. Oh, it's fucking, like, yeah. you know, buy, buy a stripper pole, whatever you want to buy, sex toy-wise. And then there's also, like, different... Um, booths that will, like, teach you safety, like, rope play safety. Or, yeah. like... There's this one booth where, like, you spin a wheel, and it's, like, consensual, obviously, but you spin a wheel, and whatever it lands on, they ask you, like, okay, it says give you, like, five paddles on the ass. Can I give you that five paddles on the ass? And yeah. you're like, yes, and then they paddle you. Like, it's it's a wild time, and it's very entertaining and, like, fun. But there's a section that's the puppy play, and they're, like, in cages, and then, like, people will walk them around. Why does it look like you're going to tear up? <laughs> because right? it scares me, Sean. Like, it literally, like, it's like, it actually makes me freak out. And there'd be times where we would be walking down one of the aisles and I'd see one of the puppies on a walk right. <laughs> coming down. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I would have to, like, I'd turn around and, like, run the other way. Because it's Interesting. like, it would be the same as, like, me looking up and, like, a killer clown was coming down with, like, a chainsaw. Oh, like, okay. it scares yeah. me. So I don't have, like, such a visceral reaction that you do to this. Okay. But I do think we should go back to the the kink at pride as a whole okay you don't want to just talk about my fear no i think we've probably addressed a good amount of your fear um (laughs) we'll maybe bring it back later yeah so that is i will say that is that is part of kink yes but i cannot speak to that specifically because Mm -hmm. i don't have a strong education on pop play i don't actually have a strong education on kink as well so i can't really Mm -hmm. speak to the community in specifics and i don't want people who are part of that community to assume that i am speaking for you or anyone because i'm not i I... am want to say i am not speaking for the puppies and please do not show up unattended without your owners on leashes around (laughs) me because i need you to stay across the street at the dog park away from me yeah i'm afraid yeah and make sure if you leave your pup play in the car roll down some windows put the ac on absolutely Gotta have play safety. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So I think as a more overarching topic, Mm. I think we need to talk about kink at Pride and just kind of kink and things that are more sexually explicit being at Pride Mm -hmm. in general. Okay. So this is where the bridge was for me. This is now I'm remembering where I was going with this. Okay. I'm glad that you finally remembered where you were going with this. I do usually (laughs) go start with the intention that I am going somewhere. I just get lost along the way. Trust me. I've been here for (laughs) 170,000 episodes. I know how it works. (laughs) Okay. So where I was going with this was... (laughs) Sometimes... Sometimes with certain... um, King, I don't really have. I'm excited to talk about this because I have opinions on both sides. Okay, for and against. As I think you should. As yeah, but where I was going with this is because it's so viscerally uncomfortable for me to see this kink play out. Yeah, 
I'm not going to go as far as to say I'm not consenting to be part of it because it's I don't think that it, they're infringing on that yes. in that way. But I do think that there are certain kinks that are more maybe sex sexually explicit, like voyeurism and things like that. Yeah. That I do have certain problems with with. Like, for example, if you're a voyeur, so you like to like fuck in public where other people can yeah. see you. Really, you're including people that are not consenting to your scene in your scene. Yeah. And that does happen at Pride, where I think certain things go over the line of you're just expressing yourself and your sexuality and your kink, where you're actually, like, acting on it, and then it could create some... Like, you're you're towing the line, in my opinion, of, like, is it consensual to, like for all these people to watch you do that without them consenting to be part of that scene in a certain right. way. Especially since a lot of sexual acts can be triggering to, to certain folks people. to see. Yeah, so I have tried to educate myself on this topic over yeah. the past probably week or so because I, like you, have some varying opinions on it. Right. You know, I actually do see kind of both sides of the argument. Right. I'll basically kind of explain what I have heard about it okay so people are basically saying that this comes up every year and a lot of people i watched a video i watched a few videos of people who do consider themselves as part of the kink community right and this was kind of their mm -hmm. explanation right um they said that almost every year in their comments in their dms all this they get messages from people which seem for the most part to be queer people right saying that the pride parade is now kind of a family activity. That there's children there, that having right. these acts, having kink at Pride, or at the Pride Parade specifically, is, you know, bringing sexual acts to something that is now considered a family event. Okay. That is what they, they what hear saying, a lot. What they're hearing. And yeah. then their argument is that they aren't actually performing sexual acts there's no right. penetration there's no nothing like that because mm -hmm. i don't think there's like a section of the pride parade that's like voyeurs where people are just fucking and like making you watch okay but i want to i, I want to stop you there when oh. i was at vancouver pride parade about three years ago i was walking down the street and someone had just um come out this is very explicit like so maybe trigger warning okay this. yeah but someone was wearing um like a not a gag but like a like one of those like like, uh, a, like holes like, yeah like a funnel <laughs> like a funnel if yeah. you will where it's like opening your mouth and there's like a hole right which is like a part of certain kink attire and they had i walked like i was walking down the sidewalk and there were like there's a little alley there and there were maybe like three feet into the alley yeah um sucking someone's dick and then they stood up and the person had ejaculated on their face but because their mouth was open the jizz was just coming out of their mouth right. and this is something mid-afternoon me walking down the sidewalk with hundreds of various age yeah but i took it off and joined by. you after so like why is it why was it weird <laughs> so i wanted to bring this up with yeah. you, Sean, you've been harboring a lot me. of resent to me clearly so like that's an example to me right but i will say i don't think those people were a part of the pride parade uh, who knows they were like fully i think they were clearly up. acting on their own separate parade uh, absolutely, of on their own like accord and yeah. i don't think like it's not like they're doing that in the pride parade yes. absolutely not 
Um, but I mean, like, even things like if we're just playing, you know, devil's advocate here, even yeah. things like, okay, they have, you know, floats. And again, I'm not, I don't have a strong opinion either way. I'm just trying to, like, see where people are coming from. They have certain floats where people are, like, tied <laughs> I don't up. have a strong opinion either way, but if you have ever <laughs> seen a dog in your life, you are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> they have certain floats where people are tied up and getting, like, paddled and stuff. Okay. Okay, so, like, is it, like, actually, like, are they, like... Like, where do you draw the line at sexual act? Yes. Okay, so they they were saying that... That was a very explicit, like, image that to was, give yeah, I'm really sorry yeah, about I think that. that's honestly probably the, the first... explicit thing that's Yes, ever, and probably yeah. the first time you've said... Either of us, either of us have said jizz on this That's podcast. interesting, hey? Yeah. I feel like after this long, we needed to say jizz. Yeah, little cummies. <laughs> Should we get them all out? That <laughs> is one of the most disgusting words I've ever heard. I'm homophobic towards you specifically for saying that word. Yeah, I get that. Like, my homophobia is really <laughs> This is podcast not good. This episode's not good for you. Um, <laughs> so they were basically saying these people, obviously, yes. these people weren't also speaking for the entire kink community. Mm-hmm. They were saying that they don't perform sexual acts at Pride. They're just kind of showing kink attire, right. et cetera. Um, and that they don't see what they are doing as any more sexual than a go-go dancer, which is basically 90% of pride. Yeah, totally. And I, that is what I agree with. Yeah. I literally have no problem mm-hmm. um, with people, like, even paddling. Obviously, this is all personal preference. Yeah, I'm not totally. speaking for f- fucking Everybody. every gay or every queer person or every mm-hmm. human. I, like, even paddling, things like that doesn't really make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I think... I would be uncomfortable at f- fucking penetration of any sort. Oh, yeah. And even, like, even like dick out, I'm like, I don't know if we need that. Right. That's There's when like I, yeah, like, dykes on bikes, totally fine with that. I love, like, titties out, free yeah. the nipple. I think love it's it. absolutely ludicrous and, like, mm-hmm. absurd that mm-hmm. women aren't allowed to have their breasts out, but, mm-hmm. or people identify that as women are allowed to, and people identify that as men are allowed to. Like, yeah, that is uh, absolutely absurd to me. And also, like, fun, motorcycle. But mm-hmm. if they were, like, pussy out on the motorcycle, I'd be like, I don't know, Does, like, aren't you going to get right. a rash? Like, there's so many layers to it, you know? <laughs> Like, do you put sunscreen on it? Like, there's just... The chafing on <laughs> the The chafing on that leather? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, so, yeah, I would say <laughs> my line, personally, is, like, penetration or explicit sex acts. I don't okay. really think we need to see in public. Okay. That's yeah. my line. That's but, your line. Yeah. Hey, Gabers. Today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention. And it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time i can explain podcast listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off 
visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. However, the big argument is that some people don't think that you should have any kink at Pride at all. And a lot of people in the kink community, once again, I'm not incredibly informed on this, mm-hmm. so I'm just saying as much as I know. A lot of people have said that the Pride, oh, pride in general, yeah. but Pride parades and Pride in general, started as a riot. Yeah. It was basically like a pushback of people saying, what everything mm-hmm. you're doing is taboo. Yeah. So you shouldn't have sex with who you want to because mm-hmm. everything you're doing is wrong. So yeah. it's basically just a continuation of that. And like some of the first pride parades are like men and mm. people in leather. And, you know, it kind of yeah. was pushing because kink and queer culture are so, you know, intertwined with yeah. one another. Um, so, yeah, that's basically what they were saying, that like pride was a riot and it's still a riot. We shouldn't be taking everything out of it to make it family friendly. Like at the end of the day, we're still pushing for acceptance for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that. And I'm fine with kink in a bunch of ways, except for, yeah, if I was seeing like a fucking like, like, (laughs) like a jizz funnel. If you say that other word again. If I see a fucking cummies cone. (laughs) That's where I that draw the line. That word makes me feel the same way as puppy play. <laughs> I know. That's why I use it. That's why I'm using it right now. Literally So, yeah, that's my line, and that is what people are basically saying, that it started as a riot. Mm. It started as a pushback against public opinion yes. of queer people. Well, that's the thing. The irony of trying to make rules on something that was inherently about not following the rules, the homophobic, transphobic rules, yeah. but the rules And at then the time, conforming to some other... R- subset of rules is is stupid to me. Yeah. I'm the same way. Where I draw the line is in any way when it starts becoming non-consensual for people to be involved in your scene in yeah. some way. Like that to me for me and again maybe upon further education I could be wrong in some way. But like for me I don't think that anyone should have to see or be involved in a scene even if it's just as a person who is in eye shot if they don't want to be. Because that can be very triggering for some people. Right. So do you even consider something like paddling or something? I don't know. Because the thing is, it's hard for me to speak on because for me, it's not. Yeah. So like for me... like we're also just speaking about personal opinion. Yeah. Like like at the sex expo, I went on the stage and got paddled. Yeah. So like... (laughs) You're also a paying participant of the sex expo. Expo. You know what... So that's what I mean. Like when you go to the sex expo, you're walking in saying, I know I'm going into basically a fetish convention where, like, everything is going to be... So, like, it's not, like, a public open space where a random passerby could see certain things. Totally. So it's it's hard to differentiate that in my mind because, like, for me, it's not an issue. I could care less. Yeah. But for some people, where I don't like it is where you start going to, like, family-friendly. Because I'm like, if you're worried about your kids seeing things, don't go to fucking Pride. That's not what it's for. That's the thing for me is I don't... I don't understand. I don't know if there are queer people that view the Pride Parade as family friendly. I'm like, who? Who's thinking of it as family friendly? At the end of the day, like, it should always be pushing some sort of envelope, not saying that, like, being queer is, you know, 
something yeah. that should push the envelope. But there's always I'm it's saying creating a conversation exactly, and I'm saying that the, the, there's always room for progress mm-hmm. in terms of the queer community. Yeah. Like it's going to be pushing someone's. Maybe I'll rephrase that. It's going to be pushing someone's, someone's envelope. Yeah. You know, totally. everything you see, somebody could see a go-go dancer, mm-hmm. and that could be shocking to them. Yeah. So it's like if you're bringing your child there, I would assume you're going to be having some maybe difficult conversations. Yeah. And like even just like like I love don't worry I'm not saying that I don't think families should go to Pride. Yeah. I no. love seeing families at Pride. I think that's amazing. But yeah, I think it's your place as a parent to decide on whether you think that that is comfortable enough for you to have a conversation with your child about yeah. or like you know, maybe there's some, I'm not a parent, so I don't know, but some strategy with a kid that it's like, oh, there's an adult float coming. So when I tell you that, yeah. you 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 yeah, turn and you look at me. T- toss them like whatever. 20 feet back to the playground. Like, I have a friend who has a kid and they'll do that with like in movies and stuff. And the kids are literally like trained. It's the wrong word. They hate when I say that about their kid. But they'll Tra- be like, Did you say trained? Trained. <laughs> trained like, 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 like a, a dog. A dog. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll be like, but they'll be like, oh, this scene you, you is for. You figuring out that you're into puppy play me this. <laughs> they'll be like, this scene is for the adults. Right. And the kids will listen because they like have been kind of trained yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to listen, mm. right? For a mm. lack of better word. Oh my God, Sean, <laughs> I literally, I'm not into puppy play. And mm. I literally, it, it, I, even thinking about it stresses me out so right. much. Yeah. I can't even talk through this if you keep making me unsettled. Okay. Okay. So then, so Maybe we'll train that out of you. <laughs> so then, oh my God. Okay. So I, side note, Dana also knows, my friend Dana knows that um, puppy play scares the shit out of me. Okay. So there's this, <laughs> there's this TikTok account she sent me that is this raccoon, like this, it's a puppy play, but it's a raccoon. Okay. And, <laughs> and it's this fucking raccoon oh that just runs around like on all fours. Yeah. But that is kind of how raccoons run. Yeah. And like jumping and like being a raccoon and too. like runs like on the knuckles yeah. of their hands and I got through like half the video and I was like I panicked oh, okay. like I literally like it like it it scares me right I'm gathering that. um I'm gonna have to find this video and send it to you Fa- fascinated but terrified okay always and again coming from a place that I'm like I'm so happy for you that you find peace and happiness and joy and potentially pleasure in being a raccoon be a raccoon totally but it's I'm scared of you okay. as a raccoon. <laughs> that yeah. makes sense. Does yeah. that differentiation make totally. sense? Totally. Yeah. I I, it's going back to their target. I sound like a homophobic person. Yeah, always. Where, where <laughs> like, I have no problem with the gays. I just don't want it shoved in my face. That's, you're you're, you're <laughs> quite literally, literally using that. verbatim the same language <laughs> that homophobes use. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm okay with being gay as long as I never see it. Yeah. yeah. Lesbians Because when fine. I see it... Yeah. I'm scared of I'm, it. I'm, I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified. Yeah, I'm definitely getting canceled after this. Yeah, well, I'm just being honest here, and I, 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 I don't know. Do I need to go to like a like therapy session to try and figure out why I'm afraid of masked creatures? Maybe <sighs> that might open up some trauma. Who knows? Some, some wounds. Yeah, I don't know. The uh, the like McDonald's people where they used to come. Oh my god! Terrifying. The hamburglar. Me. Oh, terrifying. Yeah. The oh my ham- god! Hamburger was wasn't the uh, raccoon. 
Or you just had a mask. I don't think Hamburglar was a raccoon. Isn't the Hamburglar a burglar? Isn't that literally oh, yeah. the... Yeah. <laughs> but that's the one with the mask, right? Yeah. I just think anything with a mask <laughs> is supposed to be a raccoon. It's literally shaped like a fucking burger. He has... They they have, I don't know, have a fucking, like, jail suit on. It's clearly not a raccoon. Look at that fucking raccoon over here. Get me out of here. Stealing my McDonald's again. Um... <laughs> I also, and I'm obviously not a parent. Shocking, I know. Shocking. I just revealed something that a lot of people are going to be shocked by. Um, I'm not a parent. Mm -hmm. But I do think that, um, okay, first of all, if you're taking your children to the Pride Parade, I would Mm -hmm. say you're you're doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. But I also think that one issue is that um, if you're saying that it should be family friendly and your biggest thing is children seeing kink. Yeah. I think that there is something that's ingrained in us that is teaching us that that is bad. Yeah. That sexuality is negative or anything other than like vanilla sexuality. Exactly. And I think that I don't necessarily agree that sex and family friendly are two paths that never cross. Totally, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I think you can have conversations with your children and say, you know, these are two consenting adults, adults yeah. that are wrestling. <laughs> like the classic, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> great parenting yeah. advice here by Sean and Bree. No, the I'm two ki- of us are bringing lots of great tidbits. And also, you know, I there. think you can have conversations with your children. And be like, you know, these this two is, consenting adults. Yeah, yeah. I think that's an important conversation. Yeah, and I think that that is a conversation that some parents steer clear of because it's like even farther past the birds and the bees. Well, because also, who the fuck is using birds and the bees bees. anymore? I don't even get that. I don't get it. Am I the only one that doesn't get it? It's like a bird and it's a bee, but birds and bees don't fuck. I don't. I literally. What is that? What is what is that? (laughs) No, literally. (laughs) No, I don't get it. Okay, the bird is is a vagina, and then a bee's like pollinating it. But bees don't pollinate birds. (laughs) (laughs) They certainly don't. So. I, I don't get it. Every time somebody says that, I'm like, uh-huh. I just, literally just nod along as if I what have any idea. What the fuck is a bird and a bee? I don't know. Why have I never thought about this? The birds and the bees. I think about this every time I hear that. The birds and the bees. I can't even think of something that it could potentially tie that to meaning an explanation no. for sex. Anyways. Jesus Christ. Well... <laughs> And that's as far as most people give um, exactly. They have no fucking idea either. (laughs) So I'm not going to jump into kink. I barely know what a bird and a bee is. (laughs) No, I think you're right in saying that. I think that inherently our society thinks of anything other than vanilla heterosexual sex as wrong. Yeah, and or as somehow like dirty or like not in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dirty or like inappropriate or whatever it may be because of our society's perception that sex in general is something that should be like hush hush and not discussed. Yeah. So it's like pushing that envelope. And in that sense, I think there's, it's an important place for that. I think queerness is very much in line with that. I mean, like you said, if you look back at the initial, um, riot that is pride and that birthed pride, like it was basically a big fuck you to any societal expectations. Yeah. And to now try and like pull that back. Something that I think would be really cool to to see happen uh-huh. is if like in these bigger cities where there is pride, right? Because pride is so many things. It's such an umbrella term. Totally. Like, even like we were talking about and we've talked about on this podcast before how 
I don't even go to the parade anymore. Yeah. Like a lot of the times. Yeah. Like I'm, and most people are going to like different events depending on where they feel comfortable, depending on how they identify. Like it's not like there's like, okay, you're gay. So you go to these three things on these three days for Pride Week. And like Pride is so unique to everyone, as is queerness. Totally. Of like how you celebrate, what you like to do. Um, so wow, that, I think that was like one of the most like well articulated sentences you've had oh my god that, wow. I, there's not a lot there's maybe been <laughs> two or three in about three 140 episodes but... i've ever said on this podcast <laughs> and uh, it still probably wasn't grammatically correct but... I'll, I'll listen back and we'll be like what the fuck was that it sounded nice so i did sound confident yeah, saying did, what, yeah. i don't remember what i said yeah <laughs> in, in, literally as things exit my mouth they're gone forever uh, yeah. i don't know um but, <laughs> but something that I would like to see is you cannot like put rules on the march that is pride yeah just because of the history of it like I don't think that that as long as it's consenting and as long as it's you know adults and it otherwise it's like it's the march of pride like you can't put rules on that yeah I think these big cities that have are trying to put any rules on that like why don't you have like a a party, like a day party, that's like a all ages family friendly thing where you get the fucking Wiggles performing or some right. shit. Only the gay Wiggles. The gay Wait, Wiggles. So the whole, the, the every whole, Wiggle. all Wiggles. <laughs> yeah. All Wiggles in attendance, <laughs> yeah. wiggling. You know what I mean? Like North Van a few years ago had their first like pride. Right. Like it was like a week before the Vancouver Pride Organization parade and everything else. And they had like a daytime barbecue down by the pier where it was advertised as this is like a family friendly all ages they had like a kid singer there um they had like a drag queen book reading for kids yeah. they had like a craft table where kids could make like rainbow little fucking visors all that kind of stuff that's advertised as not like a march or you know what I mean? It's advertised as, like, a place that young queer families could come with their kids. Yeah. Or people could bring their kids to, like, learn more about what it means to be LGBTQ plus in a pre-established safe space for young families. Yeah. So, like, in that case, if all of a sudden a fucking puppy play couple ran through, you could see that maybe it's be a little more, more like... A little more shocking. People would yeah. be like, hey... This was Put your dog on a leash. <laughs> your dog on a leash. And also, there's no dogs allowed in this section of the pier. Yeah. The play park is down the way. <laughs> no, but it, when it's advertised as such and a separate event, yeah. then I can see that. But a public march of pride... What, can you put rules on that? No, and I also, like, I think things like the drag queen reads, mm-hmm. things like that, it's like, if you're worried about, you know, how to broach the subject of queer people with yeah. your child, things like that are maybe a safer bet for you. Yeah. But um, I also personally believe mm-hmm. that a big chunk of people thinking that kink should be taken away from pride, mm-hmm. because I do not at all. I will say that is my stance. I don't think kink yeah, should be. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I do think a big chunk of it is what we've talked about before, which is the, like, corporatization of pride oh. and how everything is sponsored and how everything mm-hmm. is... what There's a word for it, not corporate corporatization. Mm. Um, 
Capitalist. Capitalization. <laughs> I don't know. All, both of our brain cells just trying to think of it's anything. It's in there somewhere. Here. Anyways, like, I, I know think exactly. That, I think saying. that is a huge because it it's has. now being sponsored. It has become so ludicrous now mm-hmm. that every single fucking bank has a, a, yeah. a float and all this shit. And it's like, you are literally taking out the riot and push of pride by making it seem like, oh, like if the f- mom and pop bakery has a float mm-hmm. at the pride parade, of course it's going to be just, you know, fucking sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. No pun intended. The, ba- <laughs> the bank doesn't want to be behind the puppy float. And and maybe like, they do. And <laughs> Maybe the bank float is the puppy float, Brie. Okay, sorry. Maybe not everybody is so afraid <laughs> of it. <laughs> what I'm saying is the issue is that if a certain bank is paying a lot of money right. to sponsor an event, then maybe, just maybe, the organizers of said event are giving them more right of opinion yes than the people that are queer and should be totally and i think yeah they they give the companies Mm -hmm. more opinion than they should have and then they also give the average user of those companies more opinion on the pride parade because of that you know right it's like they're they're invested in the in all and you know what something i don't like about it is is with the argument against it is i think you touched on this earlier but there's something really strange about people just assuming things are negative because of what society has ingrained in us to be inappropriate in the sense that you stick a cis male, white male with an eight pack in a speedo with angel wings on and glitter on yeah. his chest on a pride float. And all those families are like, "Wow, amazing. Yeah. The float behind, the only difference is... Uh, you know, whatever, someone who doesn't look like the picturesque Miss, Mr. Gay America is wearing a jock strap and a leather harness and then, and like devil horns on his fucking head, his, hers, whoever's. And it's like, they're literally showing the same amount of skin. Or le- I've, I've quite literally seen yeah. a corporate float uh-huh. come through with go-go oh, dancers, yeah. all white, yeah. Self-tanned, yeah. eight-pack, like, the thinnest underwear yeah. speed. Like, the, you can full see dick print, like, <laughs> like thrusting, yes. and everybody's like, yes! Mm-hmm. And the next float is literally maybe, like, a stockier man in a leather vest yeah. wearing, like, shorts, waving. Yeah, and everyone's like, And no everybody's like, oh, mine. my God, <laughs> bring back the bank horse. <laughs> Like, you know, it's just a little, it's It's a little like, um, we only like, uh, thongs when they're rainbow colored at pride. Yeah. As soon as they're like made of leather or, or, you know, we're really, we're not interested in that. I also think that ties so, like, so well into even more of the issue is because Mm -hmm. there's so many like body image issues that people project on things that they are willing to see and everything that they're willing to see is like this palatable, perfect body, Mm -hmm. like perfect in quotes. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is why kink is so important because it's so body inclusive. Exactly. And then it's like, you're seeing somebody that's not even doing anything shocking and they maybe don't have what you picture as your dream Mm -hmm. body. And that pushes your your understanding of it that it's way more shocking than it is. Well, I've even talked about on the podcast before, I think, when we talked more about, like, personal body issues yeah. or insecurities. We love a how, dysmorphia over yeah, here. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> how I think a lot of the me not having, like, a 
strong like association with my own boobs or like wanting to like show my boobs in like a non Sean and I were joking before we started recording this like in a non drag way like really the only time my tits are out is if I'm going all out because it's yeah. like to me at that point I'm playing a character so I feel comfortable like when I was Catwoman on Halloween if you look at my Instagram like my tits I are fucking Catwoman. up to my chin yeah. so it's not like it's not like oh I'm Brie dressing like this it's like my brain is like okay with it because yeah. I'm like I'm playing a character right now totally. like, almost like I'm getting into drag but like me personally, if I was just going out for a night, I'd never have my cleavage showing. It makes me very insecure. Yeah. And I think a big part of that was when I was younger, I got boobs sooner than a lot of my friends. And we would wear the same types of tops because especially when you're younger, like you... There's like three tops. Yeah. And you, like someone buys like a certain tank top and yeah. you're like, oh, we all well, get it in different colors, whatever. And because I had bigger boobs like adult figures would tell me that what I was wearing was inappropriate and they would not tell my friends that. Totally. So I always felt shamed where I literally was wearing the exact same thing, but just because I didn't have like a stick thin or non voluptuous body, I was wrong for it. Like I was being inappropriate. So like inherently I was told that my body was inappropriate. Exactly. And so, and I still see that to this day. Like I have friends that are very slender that don't have much of a chest that identify as, um, women and they'll wear like very low cut dresses. And because of their body type, it just looks kind of like hangy and slinky on them. Very like model less. Like what you'd think of as like stereotypical runway model very skinny, that vibe. And, like, they don't get, like, catcalled in the same way. They don't get, like, looked at like a piece of meat in the same way. But if you put someone with a more, like, curvy body in that same dress, then all of a sudden it's, like... for attention. Yeah, and, whoa, you're bringing your ass and your boobs out, and, like, holy shit. No, they're just here. (laughs) It's just, like, no, I just put on this dress over my body. Well, I will say, I honestly feel like if every single uh, uh, kink float Mm -hmm. in history had been hairless, white, muscle yeah. gaze, it would have a different, totally. uh, v- like, public image and th- than what it has now. And people aren't ready to admit that to themselves, I don't For think. For sure. Because it's, like, the same people that are complaining about that, like you said, are not complaining about the bank hose uh, with glitter on their For chests sure. yeah. and their rainbow thongs yeah. with angel wings yeah. on. Okay, I think that's... Okay, is that done? Do we finish? Yeah, no, Sign sealed, delivered? Yeah. I, Yep. <laughs> I have one quick story okay. to, to tell. Not my story. Okay. I was given the ability to oh, tell okay. this story. Okay. I made sure that I asked because I thought it was just so wild. Yeah. So I have a friend. They will, rena- they will remain anonymous, mm-hmm. nameless. Um, they were listening to my... Or our sorry, my podcast. <laughs> they were listening to our An health podcast that, I was on. that you were guesting on. Yeah. Yes, um, they were listening to the health podcast, which was recent. Yeah, and he was saying that it reminded him of a story that happened to him, mm-hmm. which he was going to get a uh, 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 STI test. Yeah, uh, not because he thought he had an STI, just mm-hmm. because yeah. you know. It's all safe about sex. that safe yeah. sex. Got to do those checkups. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was going to do one of those, and I guess it wasn't at in Vancouver. There's like quite a few like clinics that are queer men specific. Yeah. I guess it wasn't at one of those, mm-hmm. or they they did that and then sent him somewhere else to get the test done. Yeah. So they were testing for these things, and this female nurse came mm-hmm. who I guess it from my understanding seemed a bit older mm-hmm. and so the female nurse is running through these tests and stuff and then she 
was like, oh, I need to swab your urethra. (laughs) So he was telling me about how he got basically a COVID test of his (laughs) ween. I was like, she corn dogged you. (laughs) So so she stuck a uh, 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 Q-tip up his urethra, like halfway up the shaft, he said, too. Like in, not like just because they need to get in there. Because like it could be like clear at the top. It could be clear at the tip. Okay. So they can't for once. And this isn't a regular thing. I don't know. I don't have a penis. I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll get there. Don't worry. So for once, it wasn't just the tip. It was half the shaft. (laughs) So they swabbed half his shaft, which I'm sure with a Q-tip, which is like dry. I'm sure it was, he said it was horrific. I'm sure it was incredibly painful. Then I guess he went to, I don't know, his GP or like someone to talk about the results. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, you don't have this, this, this. And he was like, okay, yeah, well, they did swab my urethra. And the person goes, what are you talking about? And he was like, they swabbed my urethra. And they were like, we don't do that test anymore. So there was somebody, my understanding, I will ask more and I'll uh, provide an update. My understanding is this person didn't have a wide enough understanding of like queer health that they didn't know that this test wasn't a thing anymore. So he got corn dogged, (laughs) corn dogged for no reason, for no reason, for no reason. He didn't need to get corn dogged. I asked him if he was scared of things on skewers ever since. And he said, (laughs) yes. Okay, we need updates. On I will. This. I will get an update next episode. That is wild like, to me. The thought I literally was talking about this with my boyfriend because it was coming in in video formation. So I got the story. In- also, a flaccid penis. I feel like the doctor would really have to. Like, she had to like wrangle like, it. Th- like, yeah, that totally. That thing. Like on. you know when you're like putting it in a hot dog and the hot dog's like kind of warm and it's like bending. Oh <laughs> so picture that, but a ween. Yeah. So and I will ask for updates. <laughs> and we will leave our listeners with that yeah. image. So hope hope nobody's out there getting corn dog today. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yeah. God bless him. I know. Jesus. Really a trooper. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, um That I I think that just makes so much sense for, you know, there being clearly mm-hmm. some issues with uh queer health. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah, so I think we're both leaving this from a place of um if someone brings a Q-tip out towards your penis, you don't need That's to do that anymore. No, you don't even need to at do the it. parade. Yeah, even no. at the parade. No, no. corn dong at this parade. <laughs> <laughs> um, we both support kink at pride. I love kink at pride. In a cons- consensual way. Absolutely. Um, and maybe the 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 funnel. I almost said it again, but I didn't. I literally the can't funnel say that. is probably where I say no. As long as to me, my line. And again, maybe I'm a prude and wrong, is if I don't want to see, like, actual sex acts because I feel like I'm non-consensual in being included in that scene. Totally. And, yeah, once again, people could think that I'm a prude for that, but, like, penetration is usually where I draw the public line. Mm. Usually. Usually. So usually, except for that one time with the cone. We <laughs> <laughs> can't. All right. Well, wherever you're listening, thank you so much. Again, this for the first time will be available on video on Patreon. If you want to see the, our the betrayal faces. that you constantly <laughs> lead Sean, me into. Like, maybe... You know what else you be- fucking betrayed me with today? <laughs> God, what? Brianne Williamson <laughs> is a betrayer, a liar, and a thief. <laughs> Posted, you heard it here first. Posted on our story that I was late to the recording today. Oh, yeah, you which were. Is, you were. You were. You said. You I said, said 1 o'clock. No, you I said, said I have a no. showing at 1. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Read it back. Read it back. Get your phone. Read it back. Get My your phone. phone is filming this. Oh, good thing I have, a good thing I have access to the, <laughs> to the mainframe. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Read it out loud. 
Read it out loud. Oh shit! Yep, it says I'll be done showings at like one in North. You were Bend. still early. I was early. You were you were I early, but I'm right. So you did call it twelve thirty. <gasps> I'm right. You did call I'm it twelve thirty. Right. You still were both right technically. You did shame me for being late. I did, but it was uh, you were late. I was late, but you were more early than I was late. <laughs> Psycho. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brianne Williamson is not a liar, a thief. Still a thief. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean, in fact, is the liar, the cheat, the thief of I Can Explain podcasts. Yeah, well, that's my Instagram bio anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, make sure to go to Patreon and become a patron because then you get to watch this video of this chaos. And if people like it, if people sign up for Patreon, if the current patrons like it, we will keep recording this and putting it up there for the people that like to view it. <sighs> oh, leave us reviews. Reviews, please. Yeah. Share us everywhere. 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 Like, don't stop no. until you've shared us <laughs> Everywhere. For sure. To every contact yes. you have. Yes. Every employee. Yeah. Where you work. For sure. And um, specifically this episode, I think, is a really yeah, good one to sure. share it's with very, like anyone. Very, you know. Yeah, just get. Palatable. Palatable. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, fuck us. Until next time, we will <laughs> see, see you around the, the gamer gamer head. Head. Or in an alley. <laughs> oh, With my a funnel. God. <laughs>